what I'm supposed to do differently based on what I've already been doing. You, just, uh, you don't have to call me a D-bag jerk. <laughs> You're a D-bag jerk. Fuck you in the face. <laughs> no. What a bad guy. He no. is no fun to be around. No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why do I put up I'm really with kicking, this? Kicking, kicking you while you're down right now. Just kicking me right in the genital. it's funny because like while there are like multiple sex organs down there it is just your one genital yeah like you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. there are many genitals like it but this one is mine (laughs) this one is mine exactly you know what's funny is that you can't spell genital without genial i just realized that in there Welcome to the Bundle Buddies. This is a podcast where we play through the Itch.io Bundle for Racial Justice and Equality. My name is Alex Honnett. And my name is Eric Taylor Roth. The Itch.io Bundle for Racial Justice and Equality was launched in June 2020 during the massive outcry for racial justice following George Floyd's murder by police. It has 1,741 items from 840 plus creators, and it raised over $8 million. All proceeds were donated to the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund, as well as the Community Bail Fund. This is episode 46, and we've played 130 of the 1365 games in the bundle. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, Eric. Hello, Alex. How are you? I'm good. We've both been little busy boys. Uh, Okay, so apparently a gigabyte is... 1024 megabytes and the reason being the fact that it is easier to do binary math when working with powers of two. Oh wow did you know that that's really interesting stuff uh you know people come here because they want to know stuff about megabytes and gigabytes and uh i'm happy to google things for them <laughs> <laughs> We are uh, your buddies with a computer, yeah. Eric and Alex. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what you been up to? You playing anything good? Um, I haven't really been able to play video games at all. I think I've just been compulsively playing Civ 6 and sort of like downtime in between mm-hmm. stuff. I, I was working all last week. I was basically like on a, a, like a film shoot at the comedy theater I work at every day. Um, I worked like 70 hours, which was great, but it was a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. So Sunday and yesterday, I just like binged Civ Six. Felt great. Ooh, I've shitty food and played that game. You know this, but I've started watching Star Trek Next Generation. I'm seven episodes in to season one, which um, apparently everyone's like, you got to just stick stick with it for the first season, maybe even the second. Are you enjoying it so far? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm like. Yeah, it's people yeah. people talk shit about the first two seasons, but I only think people don't like them compared to how good it gets later. But for someone just exploring, it's like experiencing for the first time. There ain't nothing wrong with them. They're a little goofy. Yeah, it's silly. It's you know, but it's like I mean, it's like good. It's sci fi. Well, it's Star like Trek. Yeah, it's, exactly. yeah, yeah. It's definitely the premises in 
these episodes are maybe a little bit better than the executions in some ways, but uh, sure. you know, I'm I'm okay. I'm down. I'm in, I'm enjoying myself. It's pretty tough to beat fucking Patrick Stewart. You know what I he's mean? Like so just as like an actor doing stuff, he's so good. good. He's really good, and just like so. There's like the really there's like a kind of cheesy one where they're all like drunk, like space drunk. And um, yeah, right. And he's just like really good. Like everybody's kind of like going a little hammier and like his drunk is just like so well done. He's um, I don't know if you know this. He's a really good actor. I agree. Classically trained. <laughs> um. I've been watching the the other TV show I've been watching a lot of is called Hayaku and it's um that's Japanese for volleyball and it's a anime all about a Japanese high school volleyball team that kind of the, on the pursuit of greatness mm. uh, and it's so fucking good I can't communicate how like I am not like a sports anime guy I do uh-huh. like anime uh-huh. but this show is unbelievable would you say it's, it's, it's like about like friday night lights i like it way more than i ever liked friday night lights wow because friday night lights is really concerned with the social lives of the people around it you know uh-huh. and it's like gets very tawdry and sort of like you know uh, look at these hot people doing hot things oh yeah that's you hate not this is people. just this is just about the commitment to greatness on the court Oh wow! Is the best way to describe it. About okay, striving and doing your best, and like it breaks, it makes like a fucking mouthful of all these little delicious moments about what happens. Oh. And it slows things down, and like it's just, oh, it's so good. I fin- I ripped through the two seasons on Netflix, and now I'm out of the Crunchyroll stuff. So, <laughs> I, I love it. I love. I'm a little it. sucker. Let's get into this. Uh... Speaking of suckers, yeah. our good friends, Eric and Joe, uh, we conned them into coming back on the podcast this week. Uh, oh. The guests are Eric Blood and Joe Garber. They're returning guests. We had them on like a year ago. They were some of the first guests we had. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, Eric's an incredible musician, producer, and engineer, and Joe is a wonderful illustrator and cartoonist. Um, they're both such talented artists, and mm-hmm. they both play a lot of video games, so we were super lucky to have them on. Um, yeah. Yeah. I didn't do a good job of communicating to them that the episode would come out today. So we have their cause from the last time they were on, which was Shout Your Abortion. Uh, Shout Your Abortion is working to normalize abortion through art, media, and community events all over the country. Your donation will help us continue to give giving people tools to speak out and ensuring that our voices are impossible to ignore. Find out more at shoutyourabortion.com uh, or follow them on Twitter at shoutyrabortion. Um, we've donated to them and if you donate and send proof to bundle buddies podcast at gmail.com we will shout you out on the show that sounds rad as fuck i say rad af baby let's get into this bad boy and i can't wait to get into it too with you my friend and you and you and you i'm not i'm not, I'm not gonna respond to that here we go Back again. It's boys are back in town. Are you, are you guys beautiful. signed? I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> Eric is a Cancer. No, I'm a on Capricorn. this podcast. I'm a Capricorn with a Cancer I, ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm an Aquarius with a Pisces dick. <laughs> Fish dick. Fish dick. Fish dick, baby. Fish dicks. <laughs> are they frozen? Oh 
not for long. Not if you not, not when you keep that laptop on your lap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God damn it. We got Eric and Joe back on the freaking podcast. <laughs> Believe it or not, they said we couldn't do it. And we said, just fucking watch us. Just watch us do it. We said no. we wouldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then they said they wouldn't do it. They and said, we said, yeah. please. <laughs> Please. And that convinced we, us. <laughs> we begged because the other people were. We didn't want to let them win, and uh, we didn't. <laughs> we've we've blackmailed Joe and Eric to be back on the podcast again, and boy oh boy, <laughs> are we excited, guys! We had you on like early, early. Yeah, like, it was like ep almost three, a year something ago, like that. Yeah. Um, what's new? what's changed what's different the world uh, i hear that eric really likes grindy rpgs now uh no (laughs) Uh, i was i excuse me i was lied to i gotta Uh, talk to i gotta talk to someone about that really into (laughs) turn-based turn-based combat mechanics yeah that's uh that's Mm. still my least favorite thing (laughs) um (laughs) You know what's funny is is every time we have like a re- return guests, um, it's kind of like what do we talk with them about, right? <laughs> because it's like we we've kind of like talked to you about your early, you know, your early gaming experiences, your early loves. Um, mm-hmm. Is there? Do you do you feel like there were there was anything from? Do you remember doing the podcast? <laughs> No, I was so high. I, I, it's like a weird, like flashes of a nightmare from my past. I don't really. Yeah. Do you really have do you have anything? Okay, in your like, when you when you crack your back and that LSD hits again, and you and you're transported back to to being on the podcast. Is there is there any was there anything left unsaid? Is I guess the the question that I have up top. <laughs> so much went unsaid. <laughs> so much was there anything that you walked so away from were... and you were like oh god i really didn't talk about we we i biffed my love of the original yeah tetris dragon <laughs> game what was the, the original game? dragon what was the dragon. what was the game for sega Sa- the sega saturn game where you were on the back of a dragon panzer dragoon yes Yes, that's the original, I was just dra- that's the original dragon that. game for me. That's the original dragon. Game. So since since we've been on the pod, we got a PS5. Yes. No big Y'all. deal. And I was like, just last night, I was like, Do you, I wonder if Panzer Dragoon made it this far into the next generation consoles. And there was one, Whoa. but it looked kind of garbagey. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm There's sure like a PS4 remake of Panzer Dragoon. Oh, cool. I, I used to love those games, too. Yeah, man, those games were super fun. You know, that sort of mm-hmm. on the rails, moving forward shooter kind of thing. I fucking, yeah. those were really, Wait, it's like Pokemon Snap, a, but What were you guns. shooting? Were you like sh- shooting fireballs from the dragon's mouth? Or what What was the? And a handgun, I think, that looked like a bone. Wait, what? You were <laughs> you had a handgun and you were on a dragon? <laughs> that doesn't. If I remember right. <laughs> that's not I okay. So. I think that's crazy. Why do you need a I, gun I think if you have a right. dragon? <laughs> Because it's not a dragon; it's a Panzer Dragoon. Oh, <laughs> so, wait a second. Okay, you've got <laughs> contemporary military technology, and you choose to fly a dragon. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Eric, I'm not sure what's so confusing about this for you. Think about like <laughs> our world, but there are dragons. You would you would fly I mean, a dragon yeah. if given the opportunity to. I, if you were being attacked by blimps, wouldn't you want a handgun as wait, well as a dragon? <laughs> <to raise? laughs> you're yeah, a dragon. I remember being a lot of blimps. You're, wait, you're not a you're not a dragon with a handgun, right? You're a person running the dragon, and you as a person yeah. have a handgun. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine, think think about the last time like the word dragoon was in vogue, and that's sort of placing you in like the timeline of like where this game happened. When was the word dragoon, dragoon in vogue? It sounds like crab rangoon. <laughs> when was crab think of the last time you had crab rangoon, and that was when you shooting were playing your hand dragoon. <laughs> shooting your hand goon. Um, <laughs> How, uh, what's it like to have uh, a very good uh, video game system? What have you guys been playing? What's it like to what? Have a, have a PS5. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it feels wonderful. What have you oh. been playing? Um, I finished the new Resident Evil mm-hmm. recently. Eric's been playing a lot. Yeah, I got the uh, legendary edition of Mass Effect. Ooh, oh, fun. Cool. And, uh, am playing through that whole thing and loving it so so good nice what's the story played any of those what's like the mass effect story yeah i've never played any of those games oh fuck mass effect is great so you are on a dragon uh you're a you're a space dragoon (laughs) (laughs) you're a space dragoon (laughs) with a handgun and lasers uh but you you're a space soldier who has to amass a team to defeat you know an intergalactic foe and you get to travel throughout uh several solar systems and check out a whole bunch of different planets and some planets you get to mine for their uh precious metals and ores uh so you can buy upgrades for shit cool and the most of it is just like building your team and hanging out with them and making them loyal to you and fucking them. I feel like Mm. as many times as they've tried to make a good Star Trek game, this is the good Star Trek game, even though it has nothing (laughs) to do with Star Trek. Totally true. Because it's half about your relations to these alien creatures and their relations to each other. It like all meshes together so well. It's really, really well done. It's so fun. And it's so like, I don't know. I just, I get so fucking into it. Like, building these like i have to make sure that garris is happy i have to see if see if i need to do something for him and, you know maybe maybe i can have sex with him later yeah. and like you can <laughs> it's, you can fuck in the game so that's my that was my main draw is it, how much how much uh, how much nudity is there yeah how much do they show a lot there, yeah. no there's none there's just like very tight fitting like all the women have very tight fitting yeah. outfit so it's just like boobs uh, and then uh the dude's like i don't know we talking some... uh we talking fish dicks yeah <laughs> there's you know there's some, some major frozen fish dicks. a uh, little thawed if you ask me <laughs> but, uh... Hello. no it's, it's good though it's it's fun you do get the weird like satisfaction of ooh, i, I got it like, yeah <laughs> oh yeah crack i got to fuck them <laughs> The Witcher is the only game that I've played where you can where you really get to fuck. And uh at some point it just became like the only thing I wanted to do in the game. Right? Just like who yeah. can I have sex with? It is pretty wild how prestige TV they got about fucking in that game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like 
Yeah. It like is. All, there's all that stuff with like Yennefer where on the back of a like a stuffed horse and stuff like that. Yeah, stuffed and... unicorn. Have you guys played The Witcher 3? I started it and I couldn't get into it. I know yeah. it's like the top of the list for a lot of people. I just didn't really enjoy it very much. I also it's, started uh, it and got real tired of it. Real yeah. Quick. It's pretty repetitive. Yeah. So much Gwent. Is that the the card oh, game? Fucking oh, we talked about that last man. Time. That was for me, that was it. I, it was Gwent and Sex. That like <laughs> <laughs> I think At Magic the, the Gathering could take a page from The Witcher and just release a game boy, then you can have side side plots of also just like having virtual sex in inside of the <laughs> video game. Uh, I think uh, if you play Magic the Gathering in real life, you can have actual sex with the people that you're playing with, though. So I uh, wouldn't recommend it. But, you know, give it, <laughs> give it a shot. I know. I've seen some of the folks at tournaments and they, you know, it's, I don't know. They seem like they would be very selfish lovers. <laughs> to each his own. To each his own. <laughs> oh, I got mana burn it. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Prix. <laughs> oh, it'd be like mana balls instead of blue balls. I got mana balls. No, because you've got because you got your you tapped, but you didn't end up tapping enough, or you over tapped, oh so you overdrew <laughs> mana and you had left over oh that you God. didn't get to use. You can over tap. Can, can we get back to our guests? I don't know please. what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> can we please oh. get back to our guests? So, you guys, can have we, you played the the, the, the Ratchet and Clank game on PS5? I hear that's the that's the yeah, I hear the, you the, can really, the game to play. You can really get those two no. to fucking go at it. <laughs> <laughs> if they're not going to fuck, we're not playing it. <laughs> Total fish dick. Who's, who's the Ratchet and who's the Clank? <laughs> if you, know if no, you have played. to ask, you're the Clank. <laughs> that was <laughs> the original ps2 ratchet and clank like came out with the original ps2 didn't it do you remember that i, I played I it back so, then yeah. and i didn't really enjoy it much back then i was more of a jack and daxter guy mm. oh i've i, I watched days. like a 30 minute video all about why that series is like one of the best it, it jack feels and like daxter? yeah yeah people love it like each like it's a trilogy and like as a yeah. piece of storytelling this guy convinced mm. me i was like oh yeah this fucking rules you know, mm-hmm. what's, all, what they, yeah. what so they it's like a dude and he's got like a bunny friend right that's the no am i, I i'm thinking i'm remember. thinking roger rabbit <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait what's jack? jack and daxter i don't even actually remember it was like a weaselly thing i think yeah. and he was an elf guy and mm-hmm. it was just like the world was really cool i thought and the art direction was really cool Back when when PS2 came out, however old I was back then, the games expanded on like a really good trajectory. Where the first one's kind of a straight ahead, like almost like Crash Bandicootie platformer. It's a little more open, and then the mm. second one was after GTA 3 had come out, and so they were like, it was like a big city you could walk around for a lot of it. Oh, that's. And then oh. the third one is like combining both elements of those things. Oh, cool. Yeah. So the, could, like, I, the video was great. Yeah. Murder people. Sexual, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> They get more adult. Honking on some big go. old fish sticks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I surprisingly, as someone who uh, was now just singing praises, I've never played any of those games, so they could <laughs> suck. I have no I idea. I only played the first one. Sure. I, yeah. I didn't even know there were that many sequels. I, you got the system. I, I'm sure that, that PS2 technology looks incredible on a PS5 at this point. 
probably. It just probably loads pretty quickly. <laughs> are there any games coming out for PS5 that you guys are excited about? It seems like it's so weird because as like a, a system, there's not there's like not a ton of new games out for it yet. I know it's weird, and it's been like that for a long time. The two I'm most excited for are Horizon Zero Dawn 2, mm. which is going to be incredible, and then the Elden Ring, the From Software. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh george rr R. martin co-directed oh, you know cool. about this one cool yeah it's Doesn't from software the guys that that did... needs to write <laughs> <laughs> i think so yeah. <laughs> some people are kind of mad about that probably <laughs> it's like uh dark souls bloodborne those games it's like the next in that oh, lineage cool. oh a quick yeah, aside Soulsborne. have you guys all read uh the game of thrones books or excuse me the no. song of ice and fire i watched the tv show oh very cool yeah no uh, I have a problem with dense sci-fi or fantasy, I guess. Uh, yeah. As much as I like it, I like it on screen. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> it's like, like I was like, wait, I, I was going to make the joke like, yeah, if they're not fucking, Eric's not down. But they are fucking in <laughs> no, Game no, of Thrones. Fucking. They are fucking. <laughs> I rewatched the show pretty recently after not having seen it until like since it has it came out. Oh, yeah. And the last season of it, I was not as mad as I was the first time I watched it. Oh, that's funny. That's interesting. interesting. It's, I, there was like some meme recently that was like, you know, cause we were all going through quarantine together and you know, people were talking about like rewatching the office and rewatching friends. Right. And no one is rewatching game of Thrones. Like that's how they were trying. Upsetting. They got me. Um, Cause HBO did the 10 year anniversary thing yeah. and they were like a game of Thrones is 10 years old. Let's rewatch it. Oh, and wow. Nobody did. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I bet that like, yeah, I, it makes sense to like removed from the context of like, this is a grand amazing thing to be like oh okay this is not nearly as upsetting as, yeah as i was i wasn't as yeah it wasn't as built up and you know do you know the story behind that at all i learned this little piece of trivia this time the the directors and writers D D, they're called i think mm-hmm. they rushed the end of game of thrones because they wanted to they were offered a star wars movie um, and then they got fired from the star wars gig because so the end of game of thrones sucked so much yeah. which i think is just like the best <laughs> cosmic justice <laughs> that's rough yeah yeah. I was reading this. Uh, I the, the best article I read about it because I was like very. I, I started reading those books. My dad had like a one the first one on a shelf. I read it in like 1999 or something like that. So I've been following along, pretty much oh, from shit. the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, wow. I really loved them. And then I was like, oh shit, they're making an HBO show. Oh shit, this HBO show is good. It's like the book <laughs> that I was embarrassed to read on the bus in high school is now like. I see like the most beautiful woman I've ever seen on the train reading it. And that's like, we could talk about this. <laughs> but Katie, is that who you're talking about? Yeah, of course. Who else would I be talking about? <laughs> yeah. My lovely wife, Katie. Um, wife, Katie. The, but I, there was this article that was talking about how the thing that made the books so good is that it's, it tells a story from a sociological perspective. So it's, humans uh, within institutions and the way that they shape things and how like uh, ambiguous everything is and it's told from this much larger perspective versus when they ran out of material television like in the golden age right now is told from like a psychological perspective which is very Mm -hmm. focused on individuals and protagonists and so Mm -hmm. suddenly what was this like huge story that was unlike anything else because it really showed the way that like we're all totally fucked and trapped inside of like society became Mm -hmm 
you know, we can't kill this one person because they have to deliver the killing, deliver the killing blow at the end of the season. We want to like cheer them along and all this shit. Yeah. And uh, it, it really suffered because of that. And that was, I was like, through that lens, I was like, oh yeah, I totally get exactly why uh, it wasn't as good at the end. Well, actually I kind of disagree. I think that why it sucked was Daenerys didn't have a handgun when she was flying on that drag. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hand goon. My bad, my bad. If she was popping shots from her hand goon, we'd all have a different feeling about the end of that show. You can't use a handgun with a dragon. Like that's fucking insane. It has to be a dragoon. It has to be a dragoon. What? Instead of Dracarys, it's like I don't know. Drake forty seven. I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Drake like Drake yourself. Wow. Like break yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what else have you guys been playing? What else? Uh... I had a big group for a while. Uh, like past couple months, I was every night playing um, Deep Rock. Deep, Deep Rock, Rock Galactic. Galactic. Oh, oh, so good. Hell yeah. I did. Love yeah. that game. Yeah, it's amazing. Rock it's so fun. <laughs> yeah. But it was this big group of dudes up in Seattle who I had met one of before, and then he introduced me through this project I worked on. Got all these guys together to play this game, and there were like five of us. And then we took a road trip up to Seattle, and so I finally met all these guys in real life for the first time, which was like really funny and weird. Are they all like actual dwarves? Yes, that was the weirdest (laughs) part. That they're space dwarfs. um we went to the arboretum in seattle and went to the japanese garden there so it was this like really funny like romantic date to be on with all these gamer dudes that i like (laughs) played video games every night it was like the funniest real world thing we could have done together but it was nice they're all such great dudes and it was nice to like meet them in person it was really funny that's we also played a, a little bit like of a uh, clan name or something like that like a, a gamer gamer tag <laughs> we were trying to think of it we were talking about like i don't know why we had a server where all of the canceled celebrities were going to be a part of it for some reason we would just like take them <laughs> in like everyone who got canceled when we were playing uh what's that viking one that i forgot the name of it's Lost like vikings no the blizzard game from like 1993 <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's that one no it's the new one it's like low poly sort of it's sort of like minecraft oh, what's the name of this one huh. i know you know it there's a low craft it's like there's a low poly viking co-op game it's like these big blue trolls <sighs> yeah it's like you're a viking you chop down wood and build buildings and stuff cool i, I don't what's know i'm not familiar uh valheim like yes valheim I, I was going to say Viking on. Dragoon. <laughs> <laughs> we played a little bit of that one too, but didn't get super into it. Deep Rock Galactic is so much fun. And mm-hmm. like uh, me and my friends have been, we kind of like, that was like a mid quarantine game for us. Right. And, and it sort of like scratched a lot of itches in that, like it's co-op. It's a little bit of that, like, you know, RPG kind of feeling right. In terms of mm-hmm. like how you're, your skills kind of orient to each other and you can choose to like, um, you know, you can choose to kind of like follow whatever like type of gameplay you want to play. And it's also like the fact that the levels are randomly generated and also still very fun and cool is like kudos Mm -hmm. to, to that like pretty small development team 
for doing that. Oh, yeah. It's insane what they built. I can't believe it. And also, it's just everything in that game is so geared towards fun. It's not, you know, no minutiae or tedious. It's all just super fun, basically, the yeah. whole time Yeah, you're playing. Oh, that's yeah. A, that's a... You don't get to read emails? No. <laughs> yeah, You don't get to read letters. <laughs> I, don't, I don't play any game if I don't get to read emails or letters. <laughs> That is like, I feel like that's a new trend. Like every game we play, if it's sort of like adventure at all, there'll be pieces of paper or emails that you have to read. Or books, entire or books. Books, yeah. <laughs> like I'm not, I, we just yeah, I think, oh yeah, no, the reading emails thing, that is a big, that's a big old no-no on my end as far as, if I'm playing a video game, I'm not reading emails. That's my, that's yeah. my rule. <laughs> I know. I don't understand why that's a new trend. Did you play Prey? no at all no it's like a survival horror in space it's really cool it's a really good game but there were so many emails because you're like the last person on the space station and you have to i think you have to read the email <laughs> together what happened oh. talk about a and space survival like, horror game oh. emails <laughs> yeah. in space oh yeah emails in space uh, yeah oh no we have to Not coordinate best. the boardroom meeting oh no i feel like yeah it's like developers' way to get more playtime, so that it says it takes fifty hours to play. It's you know. It's oh, you think like so? Is that it? Cushioning it, I bet part of it, part part of it, yeah. Mm. Just like slow down now and read this three-page email. That's aggravating. <laughs> I think part of it is that, like, I think people, I think a lot of people want to be novelists, and they get into games because they're like, <laughs> we, you know, like this is a thing that actually people consume. <laughs> Right. Mm. Everybody wants to be a novelist. I think. You see, I, I feel R. like R. Joe approaches from a sociological perspective of like society and games and these things. And Eric approaches from a psychological perspective of putting himself <laughs> in the shoes of the Your failed novelist eight. making video games. And what? so I, Joe's answer <laughs> resonated with me much more. <laughs> well, I think that like, you know, people just want to like they they I don't I think like writing is is uh anyway whatever yeah i don't know i feel like a lot of video game uh writers are failed screenwriters and that's why everything's so cinematic these days you know what i mean (laughs) the least the least controversial take take. yeah exactly (laughs) no this fucking like there's so many cutscenes in video games these days it's like come on yeah um, oh, that's an interesting question. Sort of like a random aside. Do you have a thought about what your favorite cutscene is of all time in a game? I've never thought about that until just now. Oh like, man, top cutscene. Cutscene. Top. I personally, I, I don't love cutscenes, but uh, I love. There's a cutscene from Parasite Eve too. Oh yes. Um, where she's in the shower. <laughs> oh. But this cutscene is so it's like Jurassic Park when the when the T Rex starts coming up, there's this loud like shaking, like an earthquake's happening, uh-huh. and then there's this giant monster that comes. It is just like really, really well done cutscene. Um And that's it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of cutscenes. I don't know. Alex, you got one? I think probably uh the like it's gotta be something from FF seven. You know what I mean? Sure. Like mm-hmm. maybe like the bike thing when they like break into the Shinra headquarters and they drive up the stairs and shit like that. 
<laughs> that specific scene fucking rules. That is so cool. Sounds I'm watching this Paradise metal. Eve 2 shower scene right now, and it is steamy. I gotta say. Pretty hot. Pretty hot. Just gone out over there. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I was also thinking upstream of, uh, here. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy X. Did you play that? When I she does like to. a little descending of all the little spirits in the on the lake or whatever oh yeah i do remember that's the blitzball one right final fantasy 10 yeah unfortunately oh, yeah, come on blitzball gwent this is mm-hmm. i know these are the things <laughs> memories are made of <laughs> i think we talked about blitzball last time we were on oh, too. probably <laughs> you guys can't Turn escape bait. blitzball Love it. <laughs> Truly love it. I, I, I think Final Fantasy X is a game that I would like to watch someone play on Twitch. I think I started to play it myself and just I found it like so weirdly tedious uh, to, to oh. like dive back into that specific kind of style of game. Like, As someone who has watched Joe play Final <laughs> Fantasy X, your reaction was the reaction. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's fucking tedious. It's very repetitious. If that, if that screen fake crashed again, like with the fucking. It's exciting. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. Everyone bouncing up and down, getting ready to do something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Eric, I promise we won't talk about any more turn based RPGs. Lies. I'm not These trying to wind you lies. up. I swear to God. These are lies. <laughs> I you know I was worried when you guys gave us our games for the podcast. I was like, oh, Eric's not gonna like these. <laughs> uh, I was, <laughs> I was really like, I was thinking, okay, how many of these are gonna be turn based or turn based RPGs? <laughs> I know that that's that would have been. I think we mostly avoided turn. I mean, we had some turn based in one of them, but and then sort mm. of RPGs in the other. But um, I don't know. I. Spoiler alert for the games this week. I'll cut this part out, but I enjoyed myself and a lot of them. Fun. <laughs> I, I am going to save it for the reviews. Oh, Eric, oh. God bless you. Thank you so much. Eric, do you have a do you have an RPG that you enjoyed? Is there is there an RPG that is that is like you're like okay, this is my exception. Uh, I don't know that I do. I guess I have to ask like what what you consider an rpg like okay what's, so it's like a role how, how playing does it game <laughs> you, <laughs> you play a role you're really just trying to get slapped <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's playing the role of mass effect guy. i know the, Ma- the mass effect <laughs> games definitely have an element yeah. of that because because i have to the conversations are basically turn-based mm. like they're not battle it's not a battle mechanic it's but it is a way to advance the story and gain points so that works for me okay i think specifically when it's a battle mechanic that i find it so dumb Mm -hmm. uh just really tedious and and obnoxious um do you like yeah i think mass effect mass effect qualifies as that yeah it's a it's certainly it's a considered a western rpg the whole discourse around that is kind of weird what does that mean there well so there's so you know the the path of JRPGs in general is like crazy in that there was a, a bunch of games that got made in the United States that inspired uh, Japanese uh, games like Final Fantasy. Uh, and But it was originally like a role-playing game was a, a Western concept. And then whenever there, and then 
but it really took off in Japan, mm -hmm. you know, and then mm -hmm. that came back. It's, it's sort of like rock and roll in the 60s, kind of, you know, it's like the British invasion mm -hmm. kind of thing. It's mm -hmm. like all these British rock stars inspired by blues musicians from the South and then bringing that back, that kind of music back to the United States and reselling it sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. So Western RPG would be something like Fallout or Skyrim or, or these bigger open worldy, like open ended kind of thing. Or like Ultima would be another example, you know, I don't know. Ultima, what's that? Ultima is like one of the first MMORPGs, mm. uh, just like this, or maybe not. Maybe it's just like a, a, a big RPG, like sort of a Dungeons and Dragons inspired -y kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I like those. I like those kind of games. Uh, but yeah. Specific, like Fallout. Fallout got a little too intense for me, like like with the grinding and the, mm. you know, I, I don't know. I like a, <laughs> I like a mission. Mm -hmm. that i can accomplish and then i get little little treats yeah <laughs> like i like i like to be rewarded uh do you like putting stats into character things not very much mm. but uh but once i like with the mass effect game once i get it i'm totally into it but otherwise it's that's a part like when i watch you play bloodborne and you're just constantly oh, yeah. like oh i should use the ring of the elder dying <laughs> From what the, the what the wand of the stick or whatever the fuck like i it, it's never it said so, that before so deep that uh, i i i get fatigued the but, i um, i hate inventory management i hate having like oh yeah 25 backpack slots and being like oh no i've got like gems or or emeralds which one am i taking with me <laughs> like yeah that to me is like oh i'm not i'm not here for this i want to like play I, my I game get, so tedious i get a bit of a kick out of that with the resident evil games like that that element of the resident evil games kind of pleases me yeah. in this weird way interesting i don't know Interesting. But that's like the that's my Tetris brain. Yeah, I was like, gonna oh, say yeah. it's kind of a Tetrisy thing where it like takes yeah. up yeah. like different chunks of the thing, which mm -hmm. I I do like that a little bit. Like where it's like, you know, oh, this one's shaped like an L, so it'll work. Like, <laughs> well, there is I I think in like some survival games, like that is part of it, right? Like it's it's part of that like you know you're kind of preparing yourself to go out into the right. So it's that like to me that that's different than like in an adventure RPG kind of game where the point is like picking stuff up and I love picking stuff up and I want, and the game makes me want to pick stuff up. And then at some point it's like, actually you can't pick stuff up anymore. And I'm like, why not? This is the thing that I like right now. Like, why do I have to now yeah. make a decision to like put stuff down? That's not, that's not fun. Yeah. Uh, Alex, that you're was, smiling yeah. at me. What are you smiling at me for? You're you're a slave of your own whims and desires. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. I just want. But I'll, I'll I'll never argue with you about that. You know. But just that description of like it's so funny to like have a thing of like what's fun about this is that I pick stuff up, and when I'm not picking stuff up, I'm not <laughs> yeah. having fun. <laughs> And like, how dare this game make you not have fun for a moment while you're on your way you know, to do stuff? Well, it's not even a moment for me because for me, it's yeah. like it yeah. suddenly gets into that like, oh, now I'm doing like Excel spreadsheet shit, right? Like now, now you're sending emails in space. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah it really is. Uh... Send it. Like... No more emails from space for Christ's sake. Game. Toy management is the RPG yeah. version of reading emails. 
<laughs> you can't hold any more emails. <laughs> you have to get rid of some oh, emails. Start deleting your like Gmail space. <laughs> <laughs> you know what sucks? The worst game that I've ever played, I think, that had this was Fallout 76. I was playing online with a friend oh, wow. a ton, and every single moment was just like, oh, wait, I have to like drop a bunch of things. Oh, I have to drop a bunch of stuff. Oh, wait, like I can't hold anything more. It was so tedious the way they did that. I booted back up Breath of the Wild and was just like, my idea for playing at this time was like, I don't want to do anything except for like the side quests and exploration. Mm -hmm. I don't don't want to be the divine beast except like a little bit maybe, you know, I just Uh want to like fuck around in this world. And pretty quickly it got very frustrating just because your inventory is so small when you start out and to grind oh, yeah. that up to a certain place like is just so frustrating and i think that's what i like would like to do in the game but i haven't played it in so long that i'm missing some key steps i think i have to go back and read some walkthroughs to be able to like bump Uh-oh. up my inventory and i know i have to go back and cheat <laughs> cheat read the cliff's notes do you feel like that's cheating Reading the walkthroughs? Uh, yeah. No, I, I don't. I, I think that I most games either. are made with that in mind at this point. I, cause some, I think I'm, a little bit. Some of the things I play are so... The <laughs> the path to success is so specific. And like yeah. there's no way anyone could know unless they were playing this game yeah. multiple times. And when you're playing like a 40-hour video game, you're not going to redo one mission to get a certain outcome over and over again. Right. At least not. I'm not like the way I play. I think it depends for me on what thing I'm walking through. If it was like, I read the walkthrough and it was something totally obvious and then I feel like an idiot and I feel like I cheated. Mm -hmm. But if it was something that I never, ever would have figured out on my own, then I don't, I feel fine about it. Yeah. I wait until (laughs) I'm stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I'm, if I'm just at a, like walking in circles or shooting the same thing over Uh and over again, then it's like, all right, IGN. I'm playing a game right now. Have you guys, Eric and I have talked about this for the last couple of weeks in the intros, so we'll be dating and I'll probably have beaten it by the time this comes out. I hope so, but I'm playing Outer Wilds. Have you guys played it? I've heard of it. I haven't played it. It's incredible. I, Truly It's incredible great, game. but I'm at the point now where I'm starting to run out of discoveries and I need to start to really like sit down and figure out some of these things and try to like get some stuff going in it. And uh, it's I'm starting to have that itch of like, this game looking at a walkthrough in this game would explicitly Mm -hmm. be cheating like that's the the whole point of this game is like not to do that yeah i did Uh, it i did it once or twice in outer wilds just because it's so hard there's there's just points Mm -hmm. where you're like and and some of them are like oh i just didn't like didn't i haven't i've walked through the exact same place a million times and i didn't turn right at this one corridor Mm -hmm. right you know what i mean it's just like it's not that i was like you know a fool or any it was just sort of like i just didn't like imp- you know i followed some like strange impulses and just haven't looked in this one direction and then it's like oh duh okay like this whoops i'm an idiot um but yeah no that game goes from like that game is funny because it goes from like beautiful open everything is incredible oh i'm so excited to like learn about everything and then at some point you're like Oh my god! How the fuck do I get you know blah 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 blah? blah. Like, how, am I, <laughs> how am I supposed to do this? I I if it's have on you PS... done have you done the bramble seed stuff? Uh, a bunch of it, but not all of it yet. Ooh, god, that was, how scary was English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very scary little game. I if, if that's available on PS5, I would strongly recommend it. Okay, we'll look into it. Very fun. I do need a new game. I just downloaded the original Resident Evil again, and I'm just like not having fun with it. (laughs) 
Okay, so we played three games this week. Uh, we'll start with Orion's or just Orion Trail from Shell Games, a sci-fi comedy management pixel art adventure interactive fiction game. Description: Dare to travel the absurd and dangerous Orion Trail, Orion Trail, where the only luckiest, bravest, and most stubborn cabins will make their way all the way to the end. Come to face the terrible and weird Synapsian brain beasts, cowered before the pedantic might have backstory of the instructor, submits the overwhelming cuteness of the three-eyed warp weasel, become famously or incredible or incredibly dead. Um, this game, it's sort of like it's as it said, it's it's like uh, it's like Oregon Trail, but like with a big homage to sort of the uh, 8-bit like C and 16-bit Sierra games, like Space Quest and stuff like that. The pixel art is really goofy and silly. Um, mm. And it's <laughs> sort of like an interactive board game kind of a thing yeah. where you're it's you're really like rolling dice a lot of the time. There's a big probability factor with everything. Um, what mm. did you guys think? I had a blast with this one. This one, <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> this one, I I thought that this was so much fun. I you know like I th I think you're right that it feels it feels very much like a video game version of a board game, right? Like there's a mm -hmm. little bit of. Um, like text-based adventuring in it it really is it's a resource management game it's about kind of like building mm -hmm. up stats you know so and um it is punishing it is a mm -hmm. like you know uh, you, you know it it's the the sort of like Oregon Trail kind of is a classically punishing game but this is a game where you're moving around and then suddenly it's like uh actually you have no more pieces of your hull your ship's exploded I'm like sorry that's <laughs> yeah um you died you died uh, <laughs> uh but to me it was you know like I, I think it took a second to figure out like what the mechanics kind of were right like yeah, and, and, time, to, right. and how they related to one another and then once i did i was like oh i want to keep playing this thing what about you? Yeah, you have you have a crew of folks who have uh, you know stats in different categories, and you sort of build out like four officers, including yourself. And whenever you get like plus one in a certain category, plus two, however, that means that that specific category gets those bonuses like across the board. So you kind of want to build out kind of a robust clue that has advantages. And then when you make choices that are based on those specific categories, like there'll be a science stat, a, a mm -hmm. attack status, like, you know, a, a persuasion diplomacy stat and bravado. When, right. Mm -hmm. Bravado, which was very fun. Um, <laughs> and when you make a choice that's grounded in that, you brings up a probability screen, which then selects and based on your sort of advantage, you get uh, less uh, bad results, uh, possible bad mm. results. So it's good to have high stats in every category if you possibly can. Um, and it sort of I means chose my that... hotness. Yeah, what was your hot your hotness? <laughs> I chose my crew members by their hotness level. <laughs> you know what was so funny is at first I was trying to do that thing where I was like, okay, I want to create the most well-rounded team, and then I was like. Who's the goofiest looking ones? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like fucking forget yeah. it. Like, what am I trying to master <laughs> this game? No, I want to have my goofball team. That's like cruising through space. I have, uh -huh. uh, what'd you guys think? How, how I'm ready for Eric to just like rip this one. Just hate. <laughs> <laughs> well, dice based. Uh, I fucking loved it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow. It was so yeah, I open up the game and I'm like, 
fuck you guys. Uh, and then I just was like, whatever. So I start just clicking, you know, okay, just click through. He's trying to figure out if you could fuck a crew member. Yeah. Can I fuck this, this cartoon bear? Frantically Googling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I built my, I built my crew just kind of at random, not really understanding what the hell the game was going to be. Yeah. Um, and then it was so funny. Like the, the writing was so yeah. funny that I just right. had so much fun. I, I only, I only made, uh, made it through two full missions. Like from the beginning from, to from the beginning goal to the goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I loved it. I thought it was super funny and really fun. Uh, I, I also like, I like that. It's just like, probability for the most part like you you just you build you build your numbers and you stack them however i mean for me when i was doing the the credits for like your hull and your food and blah 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 i just did equal amounts of everything both Mm -hmm. times Mm because i was like i don't know what the fuck is gonna happen (laughs) yeah and that ended up working out really well for me (laughs) i uh loved a lot of uh, the ideas for the game i could have used a little bit like some different mini games or something besides just the dice thing. Cause yeah. I kept getting frustrated the first, I think the first ever time I rolled the dice, basically it's a bunch of squares that a light goes through and it's sort of like a wheel that clicks through uh-huh. and then it slows down and stops right before it stopped. It did another little boost oh, yeah. and kept yeah. going to the bad side. And I was like, what the fuck? Like the first ever time. <laughs> and so from then on, I was a little frustrated with the dice mechanic mm-hmm. and I just, kept going to the bad side for me over and over again and i was like well i have no control over any of this so i was absolutely like shredding one run like doing such a good job and then i got three crit fails in a row i was i was like what are the chances and i limped into the finish line it was truly shocking that's fun but it was yeah yeah it was just like i had no i you know and that i think the nice thing about it though is that it really does like you're saying, Eric, the writing in this, if this game could have been very obnoxious in terms of the writing, but the writing was genuinely silly and goofy and fun. And I had a really yeah. good so time silly. with it. You know? I, yeah, I was kind of I was kind of 50 50 on some of the like some of the writing is a little was a little cheeky, you know, pun based for for me. Yeah. And I like. Was almost prepared to not like it but it it almost it like instead of uh instead of like i feel like we played some games that are like aren't i being fun and quirky this just sort of was just like i'm just gonna like we're just gonna overwhelm you with like with fun cheeky like it's just like it's gonna be excessive you're probably not gonna read all of it in fact you don't have to read any of the writing in this game at all if you don't want to and so there's oh yeah you could just go by numbers yeah like and so there were points where i was like i'm just doing numbers and then i'll look up and i'll see kind of like i'll do like a quick little like you know like peruse and i'll be like oh okay that's actually kind of funny like i'm at a gladiator place and they're giving me ice cream and Okay, that's kind yeah. of you know, like that's all right. Okay, this is you guys got me. <laughs> I I laughed out loud when uh the you're you're going on one of your routes and uh an admiral says, "Can you go pick up this person from this nearby planet because you're the closest one to the planet?" And your options are, "Yeah, go pick up this person from the planet." And the other option was, "Ain't nobody got time for that." Uh, <laughs> and I 
cackle. I, I cackled oh, wow. at that the first time that came up, but I chose to go pick up the person, and that was a huge mistake mm. because it just decimated all of my shit. Oh. So the next time I chose, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> and the response was great because the Admiral says, oh, no, totally understand. That's totally cool, he said. <laughs> But you got the feeling that it wasn't totally cool. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I uh, I crafted a mathematical formula to solve any future crew drama on my ship at some point. Oh, nice! <laughs> I was like, wow. okay, that's funny. I like that there was a, my my favorite one was uh, you're walking down the hall with your first officer, and uh, it's his you plan like spent weeks planning a surprise party for him but he admits to you at that moment <laughs> he doesn't like surprises and so you have to make the choice of like do you like pull him aside and say hey just so you know there's a surprise coming up like i want you to be ready for it or do you just like push ahead and go for it or do you cancel the surprise <laughs> and i chose pulling him aside and he goes you just don't understand me at all and storms <laughs> off and then he lost like two bravada from his like stats. <laughs> <laughs> that was so. That's and then amazing. it's like the way it ends is like, and then you walked inside and said like, and everyone said shout surprise, and you felt terrible. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I love you know. I love most of the the silly writing. Then and then I went to this like Willy Wonka factory. Did any of you get into that no. situation? <laughs> like I'm a pretty silly dude in general but i definitely have my limits and it was like this kind of ruined it kind of spoiled it a little bit because it was the nana nutra factory that i was going into and it was a really long sequence there were like paragraphs of text mm -hmm. and the they had these little oompa loompas and they were called jorga blorgas and i just like, <laughs> was like oh no i hate that uh and it was like i sent a crew member out my hottest one by the way so i didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to lose him. and he was like it was like did you have any of those sequences it, mm -hmm. yeah. i sent a crew member out and there was like a sequence of yeah, a bunch of different the planets things, had yeah. that and kind i kept of, rolling yeah yeah, them and the crew I kept members can negative. die. That yeah, one, yeah. yeah, that's like the most punishing. Like you just sort of like sit there and watch your your squad kind of die. Which was yeah. kind of crazy to me. I, I guess it's like is you still get benefits and stuff from those, but it greatly decreases your crew. Um, it it just seems like if you're playing the game, just like don't do that as much as possible. You know yeah. what I mean? Like to keep your crew numbers high. Yeah. And I guess you miss out on possible like boosts to your bravado and maybe some like fuel and I, I think yeah, I like think that, you but... do. I think you gotta do them right. Like your crew. Yeah. That's kind of how you use. That's the way in which your crew is is valuable is to expend them mm -hmm. in those in those sorts of places. I think that's that's mm -hmm. how I took it. Yeah. Like I was mm -hmm. just throwing them bitches out. <laughs> like, I sold them to a bartender. Oh wow. Uh, I. I killed so many. I, if there was an option to kill crew, I would kill crew because I, well, one, my practical brain was like, does that mean less food gets used on the trip? And no, oh, it no, doesn't. No. Uh, is... uh, game designer, hint, hint. Uh, but yeah, no, it was like the crew, when I noticed like, oh shit, I have like 30 crew members. Fuck them. Mm. Like I'll make it to the end with 10. That's fine. Yeah, yeah that's fine. usually around where I was. All right, let's get to our final thoughts before we spoil any more of this game. Uh, I am definitely a play on this one. Uh, it's silly. It's fun. It made me. It made me remember a time when a full price game would be something like this. Mm -hmm. 
And mm. it made me kind of miss that time of like, yeah, I mean, now you get so much more value for like a $30 game and stuff like that. But if you paid 30 bucks for this and this is what you played for like two months or something like that, like it would have been, it was such a nice uh, time. Uh, the pixel art's really cute. It's all very silly and very fun. I loved the death animations and also like the different animations for like the sort of smaller screens. There's a lot going on in the screen yes. that you could miss. I love those. Pretty crowded. Um, Little crew member at the bottom. That was yeah, so, so yeah. fun. Uh, so I'm definitely playing this. Uh, Joe and Eric, what do you think? I, I'm a, I'm a, a hesitant play because mm. of how silly <laughs> it got. Uh, I wanted Dorga, to ask also. Dorga, Dorga, Dorga. <laughs> Jorga Blorgas. Maybe, I, and but your experience could be completely different each time. Have you guys ever played or heard of Chex Quest? Mm-mm. Okay. Chex Quest is a game that came with Chex cereal on a CD ROM <laughs> when I was like in middle school. And it is so, this game really reminded me of it. It's so silly. You're like a giant Chex thing, and it's basically Doom, and you go around shooting aliens. Oh, funny. And I played. I played that CD raw, like it was like <laughs> unplayable because of how much I played it. Uh, and the, there's like a huge cult fan base for that game. There, people are remaking it. They're like build. They're upgrading it for new generation systems. It's crazy. Fun. But this game really reminded me of that. And I, for the nostalgic reasons, and also the Oregon Trail reference is great for space. It's awesome. Uh, so much of it. So many great ideas. I just wish, you know, Oregon Trail had that buffalo shooting game, right? That's like why you played to shoot buffalo because that was so fun. If you just added a couple of those, I think it would. And I think they'd be pretty easy to add, you know, like little mini games like that, I think could make this way better Hmm. instead of just the dice over and over again. Uh, I'm a play. Um, I kept thinking this would be really fun if it was developed by like a triple A company mm-hmm. <laughs> and they had like really smart uh, voice actor comics mm-hmm. and uh, it would just be so even if it, even if it was just as simple as like a spinning wheel with probability factors and and resource management just to have like the humor of it be uh, live not necessarily live action but but animated or or shown to you and played out i think it would be really really fun Mm. um but as as this was it was it was a great waste of time i liked it uh i yeah i'm also a play on this game super fun had a good time i think i i hear you uh joe in terms of like there was a point where i was kind of like oh okay the probability stuff i i get it and um and I get it, you know, at like, but this was a game that I played and wanted to keep coming back and keep playing it because I was like, there's something about, there's something in my brain about a game that is so balanced correctly that like you feel like you are about to lose and you win, right? Like that, like there was, there were so many times in this where I was like, oh, there's no way I'm going to do it. Like I've got like, 10 fuel left i have like six hamburgers how am i gonna make it to like the space station and then it'd be like oh you just got like six more hamburgers like you're gonna make it it was just like oh okay cool <laughs> like i thought I, I thought i just played for like a half hour and was about to lose and was gonna be like <laughs> like whip my laptop across the room rage quitting but like uh-huh. I, this, I i i think they did a really really good job i think 
Um, it's a real Hollywood ending. Yeah, the like maximalist aesthetic, I think, is kind of what what mitigated in some ways some of the excessive silliness, right? It was just because it was just all right. Like you're you're looking at so much stuff. There's so much text. And, and, but like you don't really need to actually consume it and you don't feel compelled to consume everything. And so it made for kind of a like almost dreamlike tapestry of just sort of like I had an experience going across space. I don't exactly know what happened. There were warp weasels. I stopped and saw some gravestones, you know, but like Jorgoblorgas. Yeah, there were Jorgoblorgas. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, a really, really well done game. Feels like a, a board game. So if you like mm-hmm. board games a lot, uh, you know this this is a, a a good one for you. This is a play. For Definitely. Me. Okay. Also, if anyone if anyone listening is going to play this game, stop and pay your respects at the gravestones. Oh yeah, it's yeah totally absolutely. worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of one of those fun. gravestones blew up and took my gun away. For oh some shit! <laughs> so maybe not always. Mine were just funny. Mine were all. I had like a group of bandits come out of one of them. Oh no! <laughs> well, never mind. Um, <laughs> next game we played was Cotrio by Bialik, an atmospheric, casual, colorful fantasy, minimalist, relaxing puzzle game. Description: Cotrio is a visually stunning love letter to numbers and the fuel and fuel that will fire up your imagination. The game is based on the unique original concept. That was the description. Um, this is Sudoku. <laughs> Is it? No, it's Sudoku esque. I can't play fucking games like this. I don't have a good brain for it. It's... So I booted it up and was like, oh fuck, is this what it is? Like I gotta do ads and subtracts yeah. and do that? Like <laughs> yeah. oh my god. So you, you've got these triangles. It's a it's a triangle of six <laughs> dots, right? You, like, you know, two two dots up top, right? Am I doing it right? Maybe there's seven to, I don't know. Uh uh, dots in the middle six? six i think you start with six, six. um one two, then three and then like yeah. you're given numbers and those numbers kind of the you know a trio of numbers they pop up randomly and and you have to get your your little nodes to to add up to another one and, and that'll you know and you have to highlight your nodes yeah. and send it along its way you only get a certain amount of Cut your nodes moves yeah you got to get those you got to light your nodes up um, Shoot nodes. Yeah, it is very much like a Sudoku kind of number puzzle video game. Felt like a flash game kind of thing, but the the music and the aesthetic mm-hmm. of this game is very pleasant. The vibe is nice. Yeah, the backgrounds are like stunningly gorgeous. Yeah. I was confused with those backgrounds <laughs> going on, and I was like, "Wait, but what am I doing? I'm putting numbers on a triangle." <laughs> and it, why are there like incredible looking backgrounds teasing me while I'm doing a little mobile game thing? That was my biggest thing was like with some, I, I am so ready to just to vibe out with like puzzle games like this, but I can't mm-hmm. math is not my like shut off brain mode thing. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. guys, the uh, call here is about to end. So I'll send out a new link for Google meets in a second. We'll still be able to hear each other. No problem, but okay. Okay. Um, cool. This will end in a second. You want um, to send that out? Yeah, I will. But yeah, like I was so confused about why it was. Why were those in the background at all? It felt so <laughs> strange to me. Yeah. Why were and those backgrounds were they were really gorgeous. And you, and if you finish a puzzle, you fly through it, and it's totally built out three D environment 
for no reason it seemed like yeah i i mean i hear you i think that like i i also had i also ran into a similar kind of issue where i would be like in this kind of like oh i like feel kind of cool and i'm grooving and i'm enjoying this and then it would be like because you know how you're not allowed to like put two numbers of the same uh like yeah next to each other and it'd be like oh shit i just put two numbers next to each other because i was trying to like <laughs> enjoy myself and like take it easy yeah it, uh, it doesn't it, it's and the whole screen would go red yeah and you're like oh shit i gotta do it all over again it, yeah it's not a uh yeah it's not a game you can turn your brain off to um despite no. the fact that the aesthetics of it make you want to turn your brain off to it which i think is pretty strange and funny yeah yeah, I it was I rage quit this one honestly. I I didn't play for very long and then I did the two numbers next to each other a couple times. The whole screen went red and I was like, "Fuck." And then I finally was like, "Okay, I got it. I'm in the groove. I'm feeling it." I I started playing through. I was like, "Okay, I can kind of get this." And it was like, er, turn red out of time or like out of moves." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god, are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> I like quit. Um, I let's do final thoughts. Uh, Alex, you doubled not, up. You doubled up in the. Well, that's not my problem. That's your guys' problem. So, you know, it is. not not my not not my problem. Yeah. You can you not mute your microphone? Your computer video? mic. It's just being oh yeah. Blessed. No, it, it's it's explicitly my problem. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> it we're was good. Your now. problem. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, do I get to have initial thoughts? Yeah, well, yeah. If you, Eric, if you'd like to, I just want to move past this freaking game, this freaking express one, maybe. <laughs> I want to hear Eric's uh, thoughts. It was very turn-based. I yeah. <laughs> uh, I started the game and was as soon as I figured out what I was doing, I was like, okay, I get it. And then when I kept putting the same number in the like in an adjacent dot uh i also was getting ready to just throw the laptop aside and do whatever uh and then i played for three hours <gasps> uh, you did uh, yeah <laughs> so i'm really glad this isn't a mobile game because uh um, i would never do anything else <laughs> i would never do anything how else. far along did you get do you, how many levels did you complete eight wow Jesus. Yeah. So you got into the groove of it and Yes, well once I figured out I kind of figured out so I have a mathy mind, so uh this like math puzzles are really fun for me. Mathy or methy? Uh a little bit of both. <laughs> uh yeah, so once I figured out like the the multiples of 3 and the like which which numbers just automatically add up to each other in the in the available 3 numbers uh, it got really fun. Some of them were like super easy. Like some of the levels I just immediately won. And then some of them took for fucking ever. <laughs> uh, and then I did also opt in for the challenge mode. Did anyone do that? Mm-mm. No. So in challenge mode, <laughs> the numbers, when you, when you get your uh, thing to add up, the number doesn't reset to zero. So you you just oh. it just keeps getting bigger and bigger oh, funny. until it reaches thirty three, which is seemed random to me, but uh, that sucked. <laughs> I I hated the challenge mode <laughs> and turned that off and then just kept playing. I felt challenged enough by regular mode. <laughs> yeah, 
I was also challenged. Um, Eric, I'm, I'm glad you spoke. Thank you for speaking up and putting me in my place uh, for trying to ask you. <laughs> Thank you for allowing me to speak. Giving us the space and the platform. Um, <laughs> okay, final thoughts. I mean, for me personally, I can, this look, this ain't for me. We know it. I'm not a math guy. I don't, you know, you say uh, mathy and methy for Eric. I'm just messy. That's my brain, you know? <laughs> so forget about it. I'm a personal pass. If this sounds like something, if you like Sudoku, is like your personal little, pass pizza. Yeah, personal pass pizza on this one. I'm a Panzer Dragoon on this one. Um, but like, it's a it's well made and cool. Like, in opening up, I was like, God, this is great. I just wish I was connecting like a blue and a red dot in like a certain order instead of adding numbers. You know? Oh, if, yeah, have you heard of the game Two Dots? Oh, I, I love Two Dots. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's I was exactly. Say, I love that game. If it, if this was a two dot situation in front of those gorgeous backgrounds, I'd be all for it. Yeah. I love that game. Uh, why don't we, Eric? Why don't you go next? Me, Eric? Uh, no, two dots. You Am got... I two dots now? <laughs> <laughs> two dots, Eric. <laughs> two dots. Eric. Uh, I meant to say I meant to say Joe right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, two dots, Joe. Again, I just don't fucking exist. In this <laughs> I know. Alex is really you. trying to push the, the haters on this. And I listen to this fucking thing. <laughs> I know. He's our <laughs> only <laughs> listener. Please come back, Eric. You're one fan. Please this come back. Eric, Eric, I want to hear your final thoughts. Eric, what are your final thoughts? Your listener will feel for me. Uh, but <laughs> I don't think they will. <laughs> uh, I, I'm a play. Uh, I'm a personal and a uh, a Pers- royal play. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> so if it was a mobile game, I would lose my entire life to it. Uh, it's if you like a mathy puzzle game, it's very it's simple. Once your once your brain gets gets accustomed to it, it is simple. It's difficult. It increases in difficulty. Uh, I. I think the only thing that I would want more of is a reward system of some sort. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like like some sort of like wow or you know you just, I want someone doing a gems. good job. <laughs> you can use these gems <laughs> to unlock happy to thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> if, or, yeah, or, you, you know what every every round that you win you get closer to fucking somebody. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> You're hot. Remember. Uh I'm a play. I'm also a personal pass pizza. Like, you know, I just didn't, I really was confused about those backgrounds. And you know what? Like, give me a dragoon flying through those backgrounds <laughs> with the hand goon. A hand goon. I'd, be a, I'd be a major uh, play on that one. But since it's like a really simple, weird math puzzle in the foreground, no, I don't like it. But also not for me personally. If, if that's your thing, I'm sure you would enjoy it more and the visuals would add more to it to me they teased me and like distracted me uh i'm a yeah i'm a play on this one i i like uh i like a sudoku type of game you know i don't know that this is a is a sudoku type of game but but we kind of are i guess using it as sort of that as a catch-all for like these sort of like a game with numbers in yeah it. a game <laughs> uh <laughs> um I, you know, I can spend, I, I enjoy a thing like that. Just sort of the like, you know, casual adding sort of elements. Um, I think that the sort of like restraints on the game are pretty, um, 
they're minimal yet they're very effective in a lot of ways right and and i think that the uh i i the music it did remind me of like the outer wilds music right like like explosions in the sky uh and the backgrounds being like the backgrounds didn't have to be pretty like this right like we've played games like this and it's just a like you know like eggshell background and so i appreciate a little bit extra of like you know just something they they decided to give a little bit more than they needed to and i and and i appreciate that even though that element to it would often distract me into making you know like accidental choices that were like that that where i got punished for just sort of being like oh okay it's like strangely not a game where i can turn my brain off so it's not a brain off game uh it's mm. it's but it's like a little number puzzle game and i'm 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 there for it so i'm a play on uh cotrio 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 all right next game lena's inception by bitten studio a 2d action adventure procedurally generated retro roguelike top down the kingdom of is glitching the evil chairman of the Bankers Guild has captured the prince, opening the way for, uh, for the destruction at the hands of the Archangels. With the hero eliminated, the world horribly unraveling, reluctant tutor Lena must step up to save the kingdom, but it won't be easy. All she has to guide her is the voice of the deceased elder, but, she seem, but he seems to know more than he's letting on. Explore a dangerous island filled with dungeons and defeat the eight Archangels to bring order to a glitched out kingdom in this top-down, Zelda-like adventure, action-adventure game, playable in 8-bit and 32-bit pixel art styles. Um, first things first... Going into the options and be able to swap between eight yes. bit and thirty two bit uh, pixel art styles was fucking cool. That was a rad really thing cool. to do. And then they also Which had. Which you prefer? Uh, I only played with the thirty two bit. I I couldn't really fuck with the eight bit. Um, oh, I loved the eight bit. Oh, cool. I went back and played more, and I loved it. Um, they also have this option to turn on sort of like the old um, tube style TV uh, effect. Um, no, which was rad. Like you can either turn that on or off. That. It, it changes the the like pixels are a lot more round in that um, sort of Funny. by design. Um, so you could switch that on and off, which was cool too. So I really like those two settings. The game itself is like it, it's a, another sort of like Zelda cloney kind of game, uh, original sort of two D Zelda by design. There's a lot of nods to that in the game. Um, mm. A character named Lance who plays a hero who doesn't speak who uh, dies very early. There's a <laughs> the uh, village elder uh, says, "Take this. It's dangerous to go alone." But instead of t- saying that, he's dead on the floor and it's spelled out in blood, um, <laughs> yeah. which is pretty sick. Um, <laughs> and there's an element of this game too. You're walking around, slashing at stuff, uncovering different things that like then you know allow you to do different things, weapons, unlocking stuff. Uh, bosses that are are you know take a, a little bit of thinking to beat and then there's this other added level where there's like a glitch going on in like the video game world um i didn't make it far enough to really explore what that was all about um but i'm imagining if you keep on playing that probably comes to play a bigger and bigger role of things uh, what did you guys think i loved this one and i you know the Zelda thing has been done a billion times, mm. and this one I thought really set itself apart from that in the like killing the hero, the main hero, and you're just like a side character basically. You're kind of like an NPC who's becoming the hero is what I thought they were going for. It seemed like, and then not having a huge long intro was so great. 
it just plops you into the world and you're a teacher and then you're figuring out what's going on while you're in the world rather than having this super long like textbook that you have to read at the beginning which usually these games do uh i love that as well um and i really enjoyed this one all the dungeons and things um so this reminded me of the last time we were on playing jimmy and the pulsating mass Mm -hmm. um, which I bitched about, <laughs> rightfully so, because uh, it kept interrupting a very fun game with these very stupid turn-based battle <laughs> things. And I said then, I would love to play this game if it didn't have those stupid turn-based battle things. And this game didn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, I loved it. It was great. It was like really fun. I It took me way too long to figure out what was going on. Um, but that's just me. Uh, once I, once I got the sword, uh, shit got real fun (laughs) and I, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. It Mm -hmm. it gave me the, the good Zelda feelings. Um, yeah, it was fun. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought the, the graphics were great. I, I wasn't able to play it on my Mac. Um, so I tried to play it on the Mac and it, it, uh, the character just wouldn't move. Mm -hmm. Um, and I tried both 8-bit and 32-bit thinking maybe there was some bug there, but it was the same on both. Uh, so I got to play on Joe's computer, and I didn't get to switch to the 8-bit, which I kind of wanted to because I liked the way the 8-bit, the 8-bit design looked. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was super well done. Mm-hmm. Like, really fun game. Uh, I'm the, I'm, I think I'm going to be the dissenting opinion on this one. I thought I was really not uh, not a fan of this game Mm. and i think that now that we've played a lot of these kind of like zelda like games and the rhythm of those games is i for for one thing i just dislike top-down battle mechanic like to me it's it's that that is like you know that might be my math puzzle thing like with you hanit where i'm just like Mm. you know what i just don't like it i can't i've i've never really adapted to Mm. it i've never had a you know never enjoyed that type of like that type of game you know like fighting in a game like that real time you know bats are flying at you or blobs are coming and you gotta like up down left right like and it feels also like weirdly discreet even though it does i don't know not a fan of that type of um aesthetic i thought that when the main character died who was a child and you're a teacher who is trying to like save your school you had zero emotional reaction to like so this this is this game (laughs) where it's playing with these like these these aesthetics of like the glitch and this like you know blood across the floor but had but but like didn't you know like you're 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 like a teacher who's like traveling with a child who is like brutally slaughtered and you have no uh, emotional reaction to it. no i bet i mean like i know yeah. that that's like i don't know to me like that that's that little bit like <laughs> they spent a lot of time making sure you can go from like 8-bit to 32-bit right and they a lot of time of like you know this like extra little thing of uh lena's shadow where you can like get in a, a second controller and control that and move that around but like that mm-hmm. like but without that attempt like attention to emotional detail there i've you know i'm i'm kind of like predetermined to sort of like be eye rolly at like a zelda 
type thing. And then also to not have that, like, oh, like, eh, you know, like you just killed a kid and, and the teacher did not react in any way. Like I, so to me, I'm playing a game where, where it's all interesting ideas and no emotional stakes at all. And, um, you know, the glitch stuff is fun, but I'm, but I was just sort of like, I, you know, got to the second boss and like died. And I was like, Oh, thank God. You know, that's, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm like, I was wondering if you guys had played a ton of these for the podcast, the style. No, I wouldn't say a ton. We probably played like one or two other ones. Shipwrecked is the one I'm thinking of. Eric. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that was another one. Uh-huh. That was the also last, very good. The last librarian. Last librarian has a lot of elements of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really seek these games out and they're I'm not the hugest fan of them either. Like I played um, Stardew Valley. It really reminded me of that as well. Mm-hmm. And I played a little bit of that, but I didn't get really hooked on it. So this definitely is not my favorite type of game by any means, either the top down thing. But yeah, for whatever reason, I really, really enjoyed this world. And I for me, I think it was a positive that they weren't going into the emotional stuff because that just ends up being like a bunch of text box mm. boxes that you yeah, have to read. Yeah, that was the they... biggest thing for me too, Joe. Is like I, Eric, I was, I'm, I'm with you in terms of like they, they're playing with these tropes in sort of this like larger way, but they didn't protect it to give the sort of context to give you something else, you know, to like really appreciate it. But then I was like, oh, but that's what this is. Like that's the Zelda, the original Zelda didn't have like a ton of like text and shit like that. So they're working within the sort of the confines of this thing that they're sort of satirizing a little bit, even if they do build out like a bigger world and a little bit more of it, you know, that there is. And if, when you walked back to the corpse and walk up to Lance after that had happened, you say, poor guy, I wish that hadn't happened to him or something like that. So mm. you do <laughs> yeah. have some reaction. Shrug. Yeah. <laughs> It's not Bummer. nearly like what you're looking for, Eric, but it wasn't absolutely nothing. Um, the the thing that was very satisfying about this game, I felt like it handled really, really well. Like it was fun to play and to mm-hmm. fight people in that 2D world. Um, so I, I think I'm probably between sort of the 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 you two uh, really enjoying it and Eric kind of not loving it. Like I I. I I'm curious enough that I would like to go back and play some more. I don't know if I will, but I'm sure there was something more to this game past, like some of the dungeons, when you start to uncover a little bit more of the glitchy stuff that's going on. Um, yeah. That could be really fun. Um, and I would. They did have curious. a bunch of modes too, like the uh, seed yeah. dungeon. That, that was the same dungeon worldwide for everybody to play mm-hmm. if you if they wanted to. And then there were a bunch of different modes, Tons survival, modes. whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was funny because I started clicking through. And I was like, okay. And then I kept going. And there was like nine or ten maybe. Yeah, was, I was like, like just yeah. trying to I get back like, to story mode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so let's get final thoughts. Uh, Eric, we'll start with you. And I am, of course, speaking of the silent Eric. Please continue. Uh, that has to be me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you give your first thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I, I thought it was good. Uh, I I can't think of a time that I've played a uh, eight or thirty two bit uh, game that had any like emotional impact on me. Mm-hmm. So uh, the the thought of the thought of that didn't even cross my mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was fun. I, anything where I'm where you're able to find doors and keys yeah. and um, 
potions and shit like that. Like again, picking shit up. Like I, <laughs> I love picking shit up. And every time you pick something up, there's a big da da da. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got some shit, and I love that. So uh, if you if you like that, play, play, play. Did you try out any of the potions? I did, and I and I was I thought what a waste because it's <laughs> oh I I did the. I tried the speed potion, uh-huh. which I was like, well, that's obviously for use at a different time. Yeah. And then I did the hover one and I thought, oh, is this going to get me? Oh, this is a big complaint. Is this going to get me over the shrubs? Am I hovering high enough to Uh-oh. get over the shrubs? <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, I also couldn't hover over the holes in the ground or anything like that. Oh. So I don't understand why you're hovering. Huh if you can't hover over these obstacles. I love that you got a bunch of different potions and you don't know what they do until you try them. One of mine was a yeah. hallucination potion Ooh. and I used it and it filled the the room with enemies and they all killed me really fast. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was pretty awesome. Um, I got a little bit further. Like I got to this. Did, you, did anyone get to that dolphin? The dolphin boss? No, it's like serpentine that's... dolphin. That's the, uh, I just got the swim trunk. So I'm imagining the next dungeon would be the yes. dungeon with a dolphin. Yeah, that I thought was really fun. It's like a swimming boss. It, yeah, I, I like that um, power ups. Then you go, you can go further on the map. Like you get a lighter so you can start lighting things on fire, which gets you further into the map. I love all of that stuff. I, overall, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was super fun. The thing I don't like about these games is the world map kind of, walking around the world map is gets a little boring and tedious when you it's like you have a little icon on your map and it says get to this point and you have to figure out how to do it and you'll go you'll run into dead ends and you have to go back you have to backtrack and Mm -hmm. i didn't really like that that is annoying also like the pet system was cool there's like a little chicken and i at one point i don't know what i did but it was like do you want to give this to the chicken and i said yes and it turned it into this like flaming monster chicken (laughs) for the rest of the time i played so it leveled it up and then it would attack things for me is that what it was doing because like i couldn't figure out what the chicken was supposed to be doing the whole time it was i think you're supposed to level it up with a specific item i don't know what i gave it it was some potion or crystal or something and it said chicken has evolved into like fighting chicken (laughs) and then it would just attack shit for me which was really cool and super fun at one point mine became a pumpkin oh (laughs) that's cool uh yeah, that I thought was really fun and probably gets more fun as you progress and get better monsters or pets or evolve that thing even further. I think that that's cool. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I th- yeah, I, that sounds cool. I, I wish I had evolved my chicken into a fire chicken. Like now, you, like there's a lot of things that you guys are saying that I'm like, yeah, these things sound cool. I wish I had like maybe gotten to those points. I think I, I've, there might be just a little bit of burnout for me in terms of like this type of a, a thing. Right. And like feeling like a a little bit of a repetitiveness as I, as I play through this again, you know, like they're doing a ton of cool stuff, the glitch stuff, the, you know, the fact that it's randomly generated maps, there's like cool stuff in this. I think having just played uh, the hex and being such a big fan of the hex and then like seeing things that are similar to that in this but don't quite go as far as as that right like i mm-hmm. i just i think that that might be a little bit of like ooh, there's like it's like almost there but i but i see a lot of i see a lot of ideas in this game with without like a full cohesion 
Um, and, mm-hmm. and so for me, it's, it's this, this is just going to be a little bit of a Passover. Yeah. I mean, that makes total sense, mm-hmm. Eric, especially we given... supposed to say, hmm? sorry. Oh we yeah. Supposed you, to say... You're supposed to say pastor play, but I oh, think you I, guys I are both play. plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah clearly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that came across. <laughs> um, I am, I, I'm a play on this game. I think it's a, uh, you know, I, this was, I think it's like on the list is like one of the standouts for the bundle for that I've read sometimes, which blows mm. my mind. Cause it didn't feel that way. Exactly to me. It's a, a cool game. There's some fun ideas are teasing. I bet this is some fucking glitter mitten grove shit where like this becomes something much bigger as we're going along, you know? Yeah. Um, but Eric, I think you put it very, very nicely in that, like the ideas it's teasing with didn't come to fruition during my playtime, And so for that reason, it feels like a little, I'm less interested it feels like a less sophisticated version of some of the other things that we've played. Um, having said that, I think maybe it does go a little harder than we think. And, Perhaps, uh, yeah. I might, I might have turned to it to check it out, scratched the surface, and gone like, eh. But you know, um, but but I'm a play. It's it's a it 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 handles really well, and it's not especially difficult. Uh, so if you're looking to scratch that 2D Zelda itch, you could do a whole lot worse than yes. Lena's Inception. And- this studio Byton or Bitten or whatever B Y T T E N I think Twice I Byton. looked them up and they're making another game called Cassette Beast right now. It looks like a Pokemon kind of rip sort of thing, and but the style looks really cool because it's sort of like half Animal Crossing, half this style. So it's in three D but kind of still top down. Oh, cool. uh, I think it's got a lot of like people waiting for it to come out. It's like it looks like it's pretty. They're doing a good job. Cool. It looks like that might be a really cool game. Hell yeah. The same studio is making. And it's just two dudes, I guess. Two dudes who In are hanging out, Brighton. making games, having fun with their Brighton. friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, bitten. Guys, that's the end of the dang yeah. podcast. Woo! We'll see you one year from today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you both Do so much for being a guest. Yeah, right. Next year, we'll play even more uh, grindy RPGs. <laughs> We'll play more, more Gwent. Um, more Gwent. Where, where can folks find you online, and what are some creative projects that uh, we can plug? Well, well, uh, well, I'm, I'm on, I'm on the Twitter and the Instagram at Eric Blood, E R I K B L O O D. Um, you can also follow my one of my bands, uh, Pink Lotion, at Lick This Pink Lotion. Uh, and we have a show in Seattle. If any, if, if any of you listener are, are going to be in Seattle, August 20th, we're playing at the clock out lounge. It'll be our first show in over a year. This, we're... this episode's releasing August 21st. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very, very excited for that. Uh, also Joe and I have a podcast called it was murder, mm-hmm. uh, where we are watching every episode of heart to heart and discussing it with our friend, Ellen. Uh, we're, almost done with season three now it's a thrill ride it's uh yeah yeah we're yeah 60 plus episodes yeah we're on our we're almost on our 70th episode jesus yeah uh you can find my online animation work at joegarberarts.com and then i'm i'm kind of like launching soft launching a new studio called not friends and you can find that at notfriends.studio. i'm just kind of doing a bunch of music videos but i only have one up so far cool yeah, Two incredible soon. friends and amazing artists in their own right. Um, an incredible power couple that we're lucky to have on the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thank you so much for doing the episode, guys. Uh. <laughs>
Oh, that was a great episode of Bundle Buddies. Oh, man. Alex, I think that you and I are getting really good at this. I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, we got a great guest next week. That's Matt Glanville of Switch and Shoot fame. Oh, shit. Um, remember when we played Switch and Shoot? Well, Eric liked it so much, he tagged him and got after him, and then he was on the podcast. He's a dang game designer. And um, also a true delight. You know, it's, it's a little uh, scary when you reach out to strangers on the internet to see if they want to be on your podcast but um this one ended up being a real uh a real boon for us yeah we've only had like really positive lucky uh experiences with that and this one's uh, no different well you so know it's check funny it out. i mean like because of because of quarantine it's nice that like you know we've had to uh like we have to commun- you know we started communicating digitally right doing this podcast digitally mm-hmm. so like there's no like strange. There's no version the... of this where we do it in person. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, it would be bizarre to try to record this in person with you, to be totally honest. Oh yeah. 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 With me, like just whispering like jokes in your ear. I wonder what it would be like. Maybe we should try it sometime. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. Mm. Maybe not. Okay. Hmm. The games we played are Magic Trick by Magic Trick, a 3D colorful, cute exploration, low-poly, open-world, pastel, single-player adventure skating game. Sheep Dreams Are Made of This um, by Mini Chimera, a 2D atmospheric, dark, hand-drawn puzzle platformer. And The Adventures of Elena Temple, Definitive Edition, uh, by Grim Talon, a 2D 8-bit, black-and-white, classic, retro, pixel art puzzle platformer. Ooh, like and subscribe baby. to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review there, please. And track us on the web at bundle underscore buddies on Twitter. That's it. Alex, I love you. I love you. Bundle Buddies is produced by Alex Honnett and Eric Roth. Our theme song is Neo Shiki by Roll Music. Email bundlebuddiespodcast at gmail.com to say hi. Hello.